Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Well, welcome everybody to the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on the 18th day of October 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yep. We are jam-packed with stuff to do today. I'm not going to lie to you. Big J, which one's log jamming? Because we have so much stuff we have to get into today's show, including, but not limited to, another clue in the X-Rock murder mystery. That's happening at 7.30 as we try to fly somebody and a guest off to Vegas to see Muse and Evanescence on us but we need our mystery solved, and you guys need another clue because we were 0 for 3 yesterday on the first day of guesses. And you know what, Big J? Hey, that's okay. Yeah, I don't think there's an expectation that that would be solved. It would be a mere... I was trying to think back because there... disaster. There, well, there's a lot of work that would have been right down the crapper. You're right about that. But uh, there was a time, I believe, like, it got solved in four days, I think, if I remember right. Yeah. At one point. And uh, that is when I, I felt like there was a rat in the house because there was just no way that there was uh, possible that somebody could have put that all together, which is why I had kept the murder mystery up until this year, Big J, under lock and key. If you remember, I wouldn't tell anybody what the actual right. uh, solution was until we got closer to really figuring it out. And I'm like, unless somebody gets this, there's no way that it's right. You can just say that. But this year, I let the details out. Was that a fatal error on my part? We'll find out. As we move forward. but well, to only a few people. No, yes, absolutely, a select few. But it was always a select few, even the time it was solved ridiculously early. So that's what made it all very, very strange. But uh, for better or worse, Big J, I trust all of you. And so uh, we'll see if that's uh, my death rattle or not. But on top of that, we also have to give you another code word in inflation retaliation. Listen, man, we're giving away $1,000 every single day. And it feels good to do that. Uh, Tom was very grateful for his $1,000 that we gave away yesterday. Going to give away another $1,000 today from yesterday's code word. So you have five chances to qualify yourself. That's going to happen a little bit after 9 o'clock. We have to do a run of Streaming Dumbass. It is spooky season. More horror movies on the agenda for Big J to watch. You just have to select which one you want him to partake in this evening. We have to recap the morning after Fantasy Football League. As week number six officially wrapped up last night. We have to give away Nick Swartzen tickets, which is happening Thursday at the Revolution Center. Animals as Leaders tickets will be on the agenda as well. Am I missing anything, Big J? No, that's uh, quite a bit. Yeah, so I said. I mean, I think you mentioned the code word, right? Yeah, well, yeah, I spent like 20 minutes talking about it. And so, yes, there's all sorts of stuff on the agenda today. So we are going to have something for everybody, come hell or high water. And we'll start with some music this morning. God, we hope that's okay as well. Rage Against the Machine is kicking things off here this morning on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Head on a swivel, Treasure Valley. Is there a mountain lion in the city of Boise, Big J? 
Isn't there always? I'm guessing that most people have them in their own homes and don't even realize it. But there were multiple reports yesterday around Boise State University that there were some sightings of a mountain lion in and around the downtown area. Brian Pearson, who works for Idaho Fish and Game and is their communications manager, said that uh, they can confirm that they got reports of sightings, although fishing game personnel would need to see the mountain lion or mountain lion tracks to actually say that it was a truthful sighting. But three calls were received via Ada County Dispatch yesterday. Uh, the first came in around 4.43 in the morning, Big J, around the 800 block of East Park in Boise River Greenville. And then there were two additional sightings reported in the afternoon. So they're letting people know that, hey, listen, in the early morning hours and at around dusk, you should probably be vigilant if you'd like to go for a walk or a run or whatever on the green belt, just in case. But if you see one, to call 911 or the dispatch office of Fish and Game, which is 208-465-8465. And that's how you can help make sure that nothing goes sideways with the mountain lions. Because listen, man, sometimes from time to time, they venture down into this part of the, the county. And that's not exactly... You know, something that happens on the regular basis, but also not something you want to mess around with. Because UV mountain lion probably won't work out well for you, in case you're curious. Generally not, yeah. no. So, now we can't exactly say for sure that this was a real thing, but, again, always better safe than sorry when it comes out to this kind of thing. So, be on the lookout, watch each other's backs, and keep an eye on your six, you understand? Because those things like to stalk their prey. Next thing you know, mountain lion's on your back. And it looks like a... <laughs> sort of like... No, you put them in your car and you teach somebody how to drive oh, fast. Oh, yeah, that's it. I was like, I was going to say, it sounds like something out of Ricky Bobby. But, uh, yes, please, be careful, everybody. The quarterback controversy for the Dallas Cowboys appears to be over, Big J. Dak Prescott said that he wants to be back this Sunday when the Cowboys take on the Detroit Lions. And the Cowboys are like, yeah, cool. Uh, now that Cooper Rush lost a game against the Eagles, and really, listen, let's be honest, uh, I was having the same conversation with somebody. I mean, it's cute that you want to say that Cooper Rush was, you know, 4-0 as a starter, and I'm not discounting that, but uh, I've always been a big, firm believer in wins aren't a quarterback stat. Like, you know, you, you can't, it's great that Cooper Rush was 4-0, but also the last week when he actually won a game, he threw for like 94 yards and no touchdowns. So uh, they were winning in spite of the quarterback performance, not because of it. And that is a big difference. And I think the Cowboys are a better team with Dak Prescott under center. Big Jerry, you want to fight me about that? No, no, okay. not at all. Then uh, they do expect to clear Dak today or tomorrow and he'll be back under center. Uh, it shouldn't surprise anybody that Robbie Anderson was shipped off from the Carolina Panthers yesterday considering he got kicked out of the game after arguing with his wide receivers coach on Sunday. And he was traded to the Arizona Cardinals yesterday on the heels of the fact that Hollywood Brown suffered a foot injury that will sideline him for at least six weeks. Of course, they are getting back Hopkins as well. Uh, coming up this Thursday, he's coming off a suspension after serving six weeks for that. So uh, they think that Hollywood Brown will be gone for at least a month and a half, maybe longer. And they wanted somebody speedy on the other side. So it'll be him, A.J. Brown, and Hopkins on the wide receiver core for the Arizona Cardinals. Last night, there was a football game. It was hard to watch, as per usual. Chargers taking on the the Broncos. Chargers win in overtime 19-16 to in that game on Monday Night Football. And as predicted on this very show, Big J, 
The Guardians and Yankees game last night was rained out. They are going to play the deciding game five today. First pitch is going to happen a little bit after two o'clock our time. If you'd like to see who gets to advance to the ALCS. And I know you haven't watched either one of the first two Creed movies for whatever reason. No, I watched the first one. Oh, you, but yeah, uh, I haven't. I haven't followed up and watched the second one yet. The one that's got Drago in it. Yeah. Do you? Do you, do you ever remember why? You did, did no, you see, I just because you liked the first Creed, right? Yeah. You just haven't watched it, right? Even though Sylvester Stallone is in it, it was never brought up as a streaming uh, dumbass movie. Well, so it's, therefore I don't watch I anything don't know outside if it of it that. Is streaming at all? I refuse to watch anything outside of streaming dumbass. Well, then uh, I'm sorry to say that you probably won't be watching Creed three then, because uh, Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors, the two stars of the film, shared the first posters as it's getting ready to release in March of next year, and the further adventures of Creed will be on the big screen and. And it looks like they're going to have a little bit of fun as they're going to highlight some of the past of Mr. Creed as well. So that's going to be part of the movie that's coming out in theaters. This one, however, uh, will not have Sylvester Stallone in it, although he's still involved behind the scenes. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff. It's streaming dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. One of the hardest things to do is ask for help, but we need yours in order to have Big J watch a movie tonight. Help me! Because uh, Big J has already admitted this morning he doesn't watch anything unless you tell him to do so. So please instruct him to watch a movie this evening. All you need to do is figure out which one of three movies you want him to see. I won't give you the title. I refuse to give you the stars, at least not at first. And you have to pick a movie for Big J to watch based solely on the description provided to us from the streaming channel in which we get it from. So sometimes there's some details, a lot of times there's not, though. Yeah. And all you have to do is text in movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three to 208-287-1003, here to fourth, known as the TDS Fiber text line. And the movie that gets the most votes, no questions asked, Big J will watch that movie and then review it for you around this time tomorrow. But we need as much votes as possible because that helps break ties and hopefully we'll lead Big J down the path of redemption. Now, the one thing all three movies have in common as it's the month of October, all of them have a horror lean to them. Yeah. Or a Halloween lean to them, if you will. Are you ready? Yep. Movie number one, a group of people must team up to save their town and their lives after an ancient and mischievous spirit causes monsters and evils to come to life and wreak havoc. Damn. Movie number two. A biochemist sees his life work about to come to an unflattering end when he teams up with an old friend to try and overcome the issue that's plagued them for years. But problems arise when both men suffer unforeseen consequences from their actions, pitting the two against each other in a battle. Movie number three. It's October 31st, and a long-standing member of the community finds himself in the midst of a real investigation for a real murder. Dun, dun, dun. Movie number one, Fright Night. Movie number two, Blood Battle. Movie number three, Murder Time. These are the three movies you have to choose from. Think about it. Maybe you have been thinking, like, from the plot description, you have an idea of what these movies are. Any of these are ringing a bell for you, Big No. Jay? I'm going to say most of them are fairly well known. Uh, so you have to figure out which one you want him to watch. Text in movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three to 208-287-1003. We will tabulate the votes. We will reveal all the titles and tell you which movie Big J is forced to watch. That's happening next on the X Rocks. <laughs> 
Three Days Grace on 100.3 The X Rocks the morning after with Nick and Big J. Let's do the exciting conclusion to streaming dumbass. Big J, have the votes been tabulated? Yes, they have. Is there a clear and present danger and clear and present winner? Yeah, you betcha. Then we are ready to go. What movie came in third place in the votes? Receiving only two votes, Nick. Movie number three. Oh, man, nobody wanted you to watch a movie that is the oldest of the bunch. From 2020, it was the Netflix original film, Hubie Halloween, starring Adam Sandler I and Kevin James. I kind of thought that sounded like Hubie Halloween. I didn't even know what Hubie Halloween was about. How, did you see like a trailer or something? We, yeah, uh, yeah, on Netflix. Um, and we almost watched it the other night. Oh, really? The other night? Uh, yeah, Mason's watched it and she thought it was fun. All right. So. Uh, but you did not partake? No, she she'd seen it in the past. I see, I see. Okay, uh, but you don't have to watch that tonight, so that's good. What movie came in second place? Uh, movie number two. Movie number two is Morbius, Big J. That stars Jared Leto and Matt Smith, the vampire movie that you do not <laughs> have to watch. Thank you. Also available on Netflix, which means what movie came in first place? Movie number one. It also happens to be the number one movie on Netflix currently, Big J. It is called Curse of Bridge Hollow. And it stars Marlon Wayans and former guest of the morning after Lauren Lapkus. And so that is the movie. It appears to be family themed and centered for Halloween. That is the one that you will be watching. And it is currently very popular on Netflix. Probably why it got the most votes. And we'll see if you think it's any good. Is that one that almost made the watch list as well? Uh, Yeah, we watched the trailer to that, but the wife wasn't into that. Uh, how come? Uh, too family oriented? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But uh, I, I was like, I wasn't, I didn't mind, but only because of Lampkiss. So, uh, what did you end up watching instead that night? As you were looking at Halloween, uh, movie we trailers? we could not agree on anything. So what did you do? So we ended up watching a renovation show on HGTV. <laughs> well, uh, this is why he needs your help from time to time, ladies and gentlemen. So thanks to you, he'll but be hey, watching. The wife won't be watching this, so. The Curse of Bridge Hollow, and Big J will let you know if this Halloween-themed movie is worth your time right around this time tomorrow. So if you want to play the home game, Curse of Bridge Hollow, it is there now on Netflix, and you can watch it alongside Big J and see what he thinks tomorrow. The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, do you remember the movie Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen it. But uh, but you remember the basic premise of it, right? Yeah. Basically, you could go into a office and they could help you erase selected memories from your brain so that if you wanted to get over, say, an ex-girlfriend or boyfriend, it would make it easier for you to completely erase them from your memory. Yeah. And move on from your life, therefore never remembering they exist. And so there's a lot of conflict and interesting things that happen because of it. Well, what if I told you we could be a little bit closer to that? At least according to York University, who has put together a study, a small one now, that uh, is done by 30 people. But they found that if you play certain sounds during your sleep, it could help you forget certain traumatic memories in your life. So, like, if you often have nightmares of stuff that happened, terrible things that happened when you were a kid yeah, or PTSD. whatever. Yeah, something like yeah. that. That if you play particular sounds during a particular time during slow wave sleep, it did help you forget some of the traumatic things that happened to people during this study. Now, they published the study, but they did caution everybody by going, hey, listen, we're years away from this being an actual thing. Lots more studies have to be done, but there have been new techniques and some positive feedback involved in this study that could mean that, hey, listen, you throw some sounds on while you're sleeping, next thing you know, you're forgetting all sorts of stuff. 
Now, that's interesting to me. But that poses the question, Big J. Would you do it? Are there certain things you would like to forget? And if given the option, would you take that option to purge them from your memory? Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't have a good answer for you because I don't know. I mean, you know, some of those experiences are what helped make us. But yet at the same time, we're tied to them uh, and has negative results in certain ways. So, you know, is forgetting them going to erase some of that positive outcome that comes from it? I mean, that's the problem that you come up with here. And that's exactly the plot line of Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. It's one of those deals where it's like, yeah, but I mean, if some of those negative influences impact the person that you are or who you want to be or make sure that you don't make those mistakes again or whatever, then how does that define you as a person? And here's the thing, and like this study, I mean, can you still be triggered by uh, things that you remember outside of that, you know, that, that would bring those right back to the forefront of your memory? And I'm thinking in particular uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, especially for combat veterans uh, that and those things that, uh, that really have a, an impact on them when they hear things or see things that puts them into that place where they were when it happened. I'm guessing that when it's something like this, these are probably not nearly as traumatic as that, wow. if that makes sense. I don't know if you are ready, prepared, nor can sounds completely remove that from your memory, no matter how hard you try. But if it's a smaller thing or something that you just don't want to think about or something that has plagued you for years and years and years, then maybe that's something that you want to get rid of. But uh, that's that becomes the question. Do not only positive but negative things also impact who we are as people and our personalities? And if something like that were to be, say, erased, would it then change the kind of person that we are? And is that a good thing or a bad thing? Those are all questions that you have to ask and science has to ask. And right now, Big J, uh, they don't have the answers and neither do we. But we could be a little bit closer to that particular reality after they do a little bit more research. So just know that you could be erasing things from your memory soon. And then at what point do we use those powers for evil when like you're napping and somebody slips headphones on your head so that you don't remember some certain aspect of things. You know what I mean? Like yeah. these things can be turned around real quick. Be very interested to see what those sounds are. There was a Monday Night Football game last night. Chargers won in overtime 19-16 to in a game that was tough to watch. The Yankees and Guardians got rained out, and that game will be played today. Plus, the game one of the NLCS is tonight between the San Diego Padres and the Philadelphia Phillies. A uh, reminder that the Dodgers got eliminated from the playoffs this weekend. Uh, which surprised a lot of people. That's going to do it for Carson Wentz for at least a month. He suffered a broken finger in Sunday's loss, and he underwent surgery yesterday, so he has apparently been dealing with a strained quadricep, uh, a strained bicep, I should say, uh, tendon since week five as well, so he's going to take some time to heal, so you won't have Carson Wentz to push around anymore for the next four to six weeks. And now they start winning. Wouldn't that be something? (laughs) That would be something. Uh, and it probably shouldn't surprise anybody, but it took a while. Harrison Ford is now officially in the MCU, Big J. He has been cast to be uh, the new Thunderbolt Ross, Ross in the new uh, Captain America film. He, of course, replacing William Hurt, who passed away. And they need Thunderbolt because uh, there's a big plot point coming up if they're going down the route that I think they're going down. Uh, And that character needs to be a part of the MCU as they're building up this particular future, particularly with what happened in She-Hulk and what's going on in all the MCU TV series. The, uh, The character of Thunderbolt is going to play a very big role, or at least the 
idea behind him is going to play a very big role in what they have planned. So he's going to be in the new Captain America film along with Anthony Mackie, uh, Shira Haas, Tim Blake Nelson going to be reprising his role from the first Hulk movie as well. And then Carl Lumby is in it too. So you, uh, if you're familiar at all with where the MC, the the comic books are going the fact that they're bringing back some hulk villains may give you an idea as to where they're going with thunderbolt ross does that help you out at all big j no does the name red hulk mean anything to you yes it's about to if you don't understand what we're talking about that's where i think we're going i don't so think so ross is the red hulk yes i okay. don't think we're going to see a lot of harrison ford as Harrison Ford on screen, I believe there's going to be a lot of the voice of Harrison Ford or the CGI face of Harrison Ford involved in a Hulk-like it's character. Get weird. Yeah. It, well, listen, man. <laughs> it's it's already we're hitting fringe territory as we speak. But yes, as we get into the new Avengers team that they're assembling and, you know, all the other, you know, teams that they're putting together, there's going to be some weird stuff going on as we head into Secret Wars and all that other stuff that's already on Marvel's agenda that they have announced. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. We've got our parent of the week as we go to New York City for today's We're Going to Hell story. New York City? Get a rope. And so we are there because sometimes you just don't make good decisions. And sometimes you get to be held accountable for said decisions. And a New York mother has found herself in jail and under arrest because she allowed her son to get a very large tattoo on his arm. Now, normally that's not a problem as long as your kid is, oh, I don't know, 17, 18, something like that. But An adult, maybe. This particular child is nine years old. And no, oh, man. that's not exactly great parenting, according to a lot of people. Police say a school nurse saw that a boy was walking around what she thought was, you know, somebody writing something on their arm for a while. And then she realized, oh, my God, that is a gigantic tattoo of block letters on his forearm of his name. And she was shocked that she immediately called police. Investigators discovered that the boy's mother, who's named Crystal Thomas, allowed a neighbor in their apartment building to tattoo her son's name in gigantic block letters covering up almost his entire forearm. So the police immediately went to the tattoo artist and said, hey, hey, what are you doing, man? And the tattoo artist said, hey, I'm not even a tattoo artist. The mom said that I could do it. I, I had her permission to ink up her son. So the police then questioned the mom, and she's like, yeah, it was his birthday. He wanted a present. And the the police are like, hey, he's nine years old. You're supposed to have some sort of semblance of what's right and wrong at that particular time until they're old enough to make their own decisions. So Thomas was arrested, charged with endangering the welfare of a child, Big J. And police say that they still may charge the tattoo artist as well because... They should know better than to tattoo a nine-year-old, too. Yeah. And, of course, during the police interview, the tattoo artist went on to say that the kid wasn't even sitting well. It's like, well, yeah. Yeah, he's a wuss. He can't take the pain. What a what a whip. The parent's like, we did this because he keeps forgetting his name. And nine, now he'll remember it. Nine-year-old can't even do a four-hour session? Come on, man. 
What's wrong with them? Uh, and so there's still some charges that need to be figured out. But just a reminder to all the parents out there, no matter how bad your nine-year-old wants a huge, gigantic forearm tattoo, maybe you have to actually, oh, I don't know, play the parent and say, hey, uh, you can't always get what you want, man. If you want to get a tattoo, that's fine. But how about we wait until you're, I don't know, double digits, and then we'll have a conversation and go from there. And then hold on to your britches. But I don't even know, like, I mean, you know, there's so much growing that has to be done between that age and when you're actually an adult. That can't look good as you grow older, right? Right. I don't understand, you know, much about tattoos because I don't have one, but I understand that, you know, as skin increases and decreases, it can't look fantastic. And that kid's got a lot of growing to do. So at some point, his name, which I don't know, they didn't post the kid's name for obvious reasons. So I don't know if it's a long tattoo or if it's a short one, but I know it's big block letters that takes up his whole forearm. I mean, that forearm is going to grow, right? You would think so, yeah. Or does tattoos stunt your growth? Yeah, next time, know. hide the tattoo somewhere where people won't no, see. No, that's, that's terrible advice. <laughs> next time, hide the nine-year-old's tattoo. Yeah. Don't put it in such a visible location. No. Uh, please do not listen to Big J for parenting advice. We, we've come to that conclusion several times over. Plus, you hate kids. You like to see them getting paid. I like my kids. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Coming up in a few short minutes, we got ourselves some important stuff. Plus, your pop culture smackdown is on the way. Hold tight for all of that fun because we want you to win stuff by listening. Morning After with Nick and Big J. I don't have to tell you, Big J. Going to college is a big decision. What were the mitigating factors in you deciding where you were going to go to college? Well, I felt obligated to go to college. How's that? Well, you know, my uh, sisters paid for my high school education. Okay. And they wanted me to to, uh, further my education and go to college. So I was like, I better, you know, live up to that obligation. I took a year off and uh, decided, you know, I'll go to Boise State. It was affordable at the time. Or more for more affordable than it is now. Did you kick around going anyplace else, or was it always Boise well, State? Well, out of no high school, what? yeah, I uh, I tried to uh, tried to look for a couple different places that I, I would uh, like to go um, out of state. Montana State was one of those, um, but I was like, eh, it just didn't didn't ended up happening. I own, I I got accepted to Tulane University. That's where I was going to go. I was going to go to college in Big New Orleans. Smarty. Well, it, it, it was, I wanted to go to law school, and they had yeah. a really good law school there, and I got accepted into Tulane, and uh, that is when I had the conversation with my parents about getting accepted. They're like, how are you going to pay for that? And I was like, well, I was kind of hoping, you know. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Yeah. I was kind of hoping that there was like a plan, and they're that's like, no. I see in the movies. <laughs> There's no plan for, uh, for you. There's no college education fund. And I was like, well, I guess I'll go where I have a scholarship then. But uh, to other people, there's a lot of things that go into deciding which college you go to. And they have released the list of the best American institutions of higher learning for the year 2022. They did an analysis of over 900 colleges examining the best education for the most reasonable cost. If you had to put those two factors together, where do you think you're going to get the best education and get your most money's worth? Not to say that any college is cheap, of course. Please keep that in mind. What do you think is the best college in America, according to the new ranking? The like out of all the colleges, I have to pick the best one. I promise you, you've heard of it. I'll put it that way. Oh, okay. Um, 
from an education standpoint, let's go there. Let's go uh, Stanford. Uh, not quite. Nope. <laughs> uh, it pretty much has to have technology in the title. Does MIT. That have, that's right. MIT is the number one college for the most reasonable cost. That's where you're going to get the best education for your money, according to the new survey. Uh, Yale came in second, of course, Ivy League school, and the California Institute of Technology was number three. Now, the California Institute did receive the best marks in facility resources and career outcomes. So if you're looking for a college where you're going to get a great value and you're also going to almost probably get a career that you're looking forward to, the California Institute of Technology is the school that you should pick. Now, uh, none of the top three schools in the country are easy to get to or into by any stretch of the imagination, but it is something like as you're developing or you're trying to figure out a path for your children, maybe steering them in those directions is the way to go, and also probably start saving before you even have children is another piece of advice I would give you if you want them to have a college education, because it ain't cheap, whether they're going to a state school or a school period. Agree or disagree, Big J? Agreed. Robbie Anderson is now a member of the Arizona Cardinals. He was traded yesterday from the Panthers to the Cardinals after he got into it on the sidelines with one of his coaches. Very fast. And uh, Hollywood Brown, of course, being injured helped facilitate that on the Cardinals side as well. And listen, they well, I mean, it helps when you give them away for nothing. The Cardinals traded away a sixth round pick next year and a possible seventh round pick the year after that for the receiver who has been disappointing. Robbie Anderson's not a superstar and never really has been. He's been a serviceable fine, but his mouth is a superstar. He likes to think he's better than his numbers uh, tend to put up. Carson Wentz is out four to six weeks with an injury. He suffered a fractured ring finger on Sunday, so he had to undergo surgery yesterday. That is it for him for the next four to six weeks. The commanders will have another quarterback under center. Dak Prescott expected to play on Sunday for the Cowboys, coming back from his thumb injury. The Broncos ended up losing in overtime to the Chargers last night on Monday Night Football, and we have two baseball games on the schedule tonight. After the Yankees-Guardians game got rained out yesterday, that first pitch will happen around 2 o'clock our time, and then around 6 o'clock our time, we'll have game one of the NLCS. And I'm sure everybody is aware because you're getting bombarded with advertisements everywhere you look, but Black Adam is out in theaters on Friday and some screenings available earlier in the week to those of you that are lucky. But please know that no matter what you think of the Black Adam film that comes out in theaters, it is not the movie that the makers wanted you to see. It's not the final cut, Big J. The uh, the Dwayne Johnson movie had to actually undergo a bunch of cuts and edits because it was initially rated R. And they want that PG-13 money, baby. And so they had to go through four rounds of cuts for the MPAA to agree to give them a PG-13. Apparently it's because uh, there's a lot of deaths in the Black Adam film. And that is not something the M- it's a weird stance that the MPAA has on violence as opposed to sexuality and other things that are involved. But it is a PG-13 cut, so you know what that means, Big J. At some point, we'll have the internet screaming for the uh, director's cut of Black Adam that has all the violence that they wanted to show people but weren't able to release in theaters. But just know that it's not the original cut that you'll be seeing. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Have you come around on this at all? Have you loosened up your stance on Black Adam? Yeah, I told you that yesterday. 
Uh, I don't remember us talking about it, but maybe yeah, I right. said that I'd seen a uh, one of the commercial spots, and the tone and and stuff in the movie uh, looks like it could be pretty fun and exciting. I just have to, again, we were talking about this with uh, the She-Hulk, uh, some of the CGI stuff. You just kind of gotta let go a little bit. That's right. So uh, we'll see. I, I imagine it's going to probably do pretty well. I'm still not sure if it's going to be any good. I guess we'll have to all find out the hard way by you know watching the movie. <laughs> the morning after with Nick and Big J. Hey, man. Nick Swartzen. Oh. He's coming to town. He'll be here Thursday at the Rev Center, uh, and it will be funny. We can pretty much guarantee that. So we'll get you set up with those tickets for free if you can beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. Uh, Whether you can do that or not, not guaranteed. 208-287-1003 if you'd like these tickets to get your laugh on on Thursday and defeat Big J in the process. Today's Pop Culture Smackdown has a little bit of a theme, and I know this is goofy, awful morning show territory, but oh, good. Uh, today is National No Beer Day. Now, this is how ridiculous what the hell? these days have gotten, where we're at the point where not only does everything have in a day, now we have the opposite of everything having a day, and No Beer Day. So we're going to focus on some beard-flavored trivia for the first couple of questions. Seems unfair, almost. Of today's, uh, to who, the person on the phone? Yeah. We'll see. Maybe they're bearded experts. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you would like to play. Big J, do you have your beard questions ready to go? I don't know. I haven't. I'm not asking. I guess the answers is what I was going for, but I appreciate you playing along. Hello, the X. I think I do. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, who's this? Serena. Serena, you're up first. Serena, what rock band was famous for having two members with beards that covered their entire chest and having a drummer uh, that didn't have a beard? ZZ Top. That is absolutely correct. Right. Big J, what professional sports franchise famously bans players from having beards to this day? Oh, man. <laughs> I cannot believe you haven't heard of this. It's actually one of the biggest deals about this franchise. Really? Yes. Um, let's see. Is it? Is it? Uh, can you give me a sport? Is it hockey? It's baseball. Oh, baseball? Oh, they don't let people have beards. I'm gonna go with uh, go with the Yankees. That's correct. Right. You've never heard that before? No. Uh, uh, but I've also don't remember seeing a Yankee player with a beard. And there's a reason why. As a matter of fact, they didn't allow facial hair at all until Mattingly came along. And then he made the mustache okay, and now they allow mustache. How did he make that okay? Uh, I think it's because he was so good that, that Steinbrenner was like, all right, And he was fine. so handsome uh, with it? Probably, yeah. He was a sexy man. Uh, back to you, Serena. Uh, Michael Jackson uh, tried to have a beard at one point, but it did not look good. <laughs> what was the name of Michael Jackson's ranch home? Oh God! Um, Think Peter Pan. Yes, yes. Um, Which is um, creepy. N- Neverland. Never yes, Land. Neverland right. is correct. Just creepy in general. Big J. Uh, there have only been five bearded presidents in the history of the United States of America. What was the last president to have a beard? Oh God! Yeah, good, lucky good news. It's not yours. It's not your question. It's not your Steve. question. Right. Um. Boy, I'm going to go with uh, Grover Cleveland. Uh, Grover Cleveland's a good guess. It's around that era, but Grover had a mustache, no beard, uh, which means, Serena, you've actually won. Congratulations. Any guess now that you know it's around the Grover Cleveland timeline? 
I do not. That's okay. Can you name any... uh, Serena, hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those Nick Swartzen tickets. Uh, Congratulations. Enjoy the show Thursday at the Rev Center. Uh, I imagine you can name at least one bearded president, right? Yeah, Abraham Lincoln. Right. Can you name any others? Um... Gosh, no. I, I maybe I don't. I there don't. was like a run around the Lincoln time where like we elected Ulysses like S. Grant. Grant had a beard. Good job. Right. Yeah. Uh, so did um, uh, Benjamin Harrison is the right answer by the way. Oh, okay. He was the last president to have an actual beard, but there were a couple in that particular era that did. And then after Harrison, we were just like it's at the point now where believe it or not, political pundits tell like candidates not to have facial hair. Because people find it untrustworthy, which is weird, Big J. Yeah, it is weird. But uh, that's why we haven't had a bearded president since Benjamin Harrison. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Did I teach you something today, Big J? Yeah, as the curator of the Bearded Badass Hall of Fame, I feel like I should have done better in this. Well, uh, you stay away from politics in that category for a particular reason. You're right. Morning After with Nick and Big J. And probably because each one of those guys we just mentioned has some monster stuff in their back. How about we do some headlines? That'll happen next on the X Rocks. Big J. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Wait, how? If I had a nickel every time this happened, and weed's here. If I had a nickel for every time this happened. No day at the beach, my friend, but a woman was walking around the beach in northern Queensland, and she stumbled upon something that she didn't know what it was when it was about the size of her leg. And then she took a video of it, posted it on TikTok, and it turns out, Big J, it's a whale penis. <laughs> now, how the actual penis became detached from the whale is unknown. It sounds like a we're going to hell story for whales. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let the whale radio morning shows handle that. <laughs> uh, the wild, but wildlife researchers did confirm that, you know what, when humpback whales are breeding in the area, which they can be around this time, sometimes things happen, and who knows? What? Yeah. <laughs> it was a violent session. I'm not exactly sure. Oh, man. But apparently, it, it that's exactly what it was, and apparently this could happen, and that sounds awful for the poor whale. I'm so hey, sorry. Thank you, Lord, for not making me a whale. <laughs> now, not to say that it's common, Big but Sounds like it. I mean, it's probably as common as it is for us. Like, I'm sure accidents happen from time to time and things get detached and it's never good. But you certainly don't think you're stumbling upon it when you're taking a nice peaceful walk on the beach. And you stumble upon it almost triple. And then how it. grossed out that lady must have been. Well, you pr- well, you're right, because you're taking a video. You don't know what it is until you post it. I mean, hopefully you didn't, like, touch it or pick it up or something or whatever, you know? Ugh. I mean, because who knows what it is, but it's the size of your legs, so that's probably not what you think. Like, oh, that's what that is. I know what that is, but yeah, quite the startling discovery. Wait, how or weeds here? Weeds here. Good news, Big J. If you live in the Toronto area, Uber Eats will now deliver cannabis to residents in that area. The food delivery service company has partnered with a couple of online marijuana marketplaces to deliver from local cannabis shops to residents in the Toronto area. When it comes to cannabis delivery, Uber Eats claims this agreement is a first for major third-party delivery platforms. And if it goes well, they expand to they plan to expand it into the United States where marijuana is legal and they have dispensaries and they can actually deliver it to residents in those particular areas as well. So you may not have to leave your house to get weed anymore. Yeah, what a what a combo Uber can do there. No Uber kidding, Eats, right? Like, hey, hey, wasn't I just here like two hours ago? 
the good news is uh, your weed will not be delivered cold, or it won't matter if it is or not. Uh, whereas sometimes it can Hopefully take a little it gets while delivered. for your food. <laughs> right. You you know how sometimes they'll take some fries out of your bag. You yeah. don't want that to happen. Let's see. This is this is I think time for the fourth Harold and Kumar go to White Castle movie. <laughs> now White Castle comes to them. In Soviet Russia, White Castle comes to you. Wrap it up with wait how. A Florida woman had to be rescued by firefighters because she was stuck in a massage chair, Big J. The city of Naples, Florida had to report that the woman's apparent foot was stuck in the area meant to massage the legs. Have you seen these chairs where it's kind of got like the form-fitting massage thing and you sit down in it? Apparently this lady got stuck in it. And she was cramping up pretty bad as she was being freed, so apparently it was painful. A video does post uh, posted by the fire department have the officials cutting through the massage chair steel rods with a grinder, so apparently it was some sort of malfunction in the chair. It wasn't like she got stuck and couldn't move and they just had to yank her out. It was a real problem. The patient's leg was freed. She was evaluated for injuries and then released, and she's okay. So I guess the lesson here is watch out for massage chairs. No, do we log this under robot attack? It's a good question. I don't know. I've never sat in a massage chair. Am I missing out? Like one of those actual, like, you know, not necessarily. Like they have them at the airport. Yeah, like, like but I've never actually used one. Like, uh, are, are they nice? Yeah. Feels nice, man. It does. How much are they usually? Uh, I mean, I think they vary. You know, a couple bucks. When was the last time you used one? A couple years ago. Okay. Did it help? What did it get? What you were going for, or you just wanted a little bit of a cheap thrill in an airport? Yeah, the cheap thrill. Gotcha. And yeah, it worked. Like the vibrating bed in the hotels back in the day. <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything you need to know. <laughs> Everclear here on the morning after with Nick and Big J, and it is time to talk about week number six in the morning after Fantasy Football League, presented by Porta Subs. Yummy, yummy, yummy. We're going to give away some Porta Subs, as a matter of fact, courtesy of the morning after Fantasy Football League. But first, Big J, I got to know, how did it turn out for your team this week? Yeah, going in, I had some uh, some people on a bye, so I wasn't thinking I was going to have a great game. Well, I wasn't expecting just to get mere 11 points from Aaron Rodgers, uh, as I'm sure you weren't expecting them to go and crap down their pants, as you like Packers to say. Packers are one of the yeah. worst teams in the league right now. Uh, so uh, that uh, that was a bad start for me. Uh, and then, you know, Jeff Wilson Jr. has been a decent uh, running back option for me the last couple weeks. But, uh, you know, he fumbled early on that game and never really got another chance to get going 25 Rush yards, he had 0.5 points. So that was bad because then I had Alexander Madison, really a poor choice for uh, a running back number two position (laughs) because he's a a backup uh, running back for the most part. He got 0.3 points, so uh, that that was bad. Uh, Stephon Diggs, uh, Diggs, uh, one of the best wide receivers in the game. You can count on it, 30 points from him. I got 15.5 points from uh, from Goodwin on the Tampa Bay Bucks. And then uh, then I had a critical problem. Uh, Knox, who's the tight end for the Buffalo Bills. He had been injured last week, and so I wasn't sure what was going to happen. I was thinking maybe my backup tight end, Mike Gusecki, uh, maybe I should put him in, maybe not. I wish I had because Gusecki scored 24 points on my point on my bench, and uh, Knox got me 12 points, however. Marquise Brown goes out with an injury. He got 11 points. Uh, my kicker, uh, also a replacement for injured kicker Robbie Gold, uh, got me nine, nine points, and then I got minus one point with a 
Jacksonville Jaguars defense. Leave me with 91 points. Meanwhile, going up against too late to say Amari, uh, Justin Herbert last night only got eight points. I mean, wow, I, I should have had an opportunity there, but uh, he had Leonard Fournette, one of my fav- favorite players in the NFL, actually scored 22 points. Uh, Singletary, running back for the Buffalo Bills, got him 14 points. Mikhail Hardman, wide receiver for Kansas City, got him 13 points. You know, uh, just a, a pretty decent day as far as that's concerned, really, in the end. But, I mean, he only scored 102 points. But that's all you needed to beat me because my team sucks. So what are you doing going forward? What's the what's Giving the up. answer? <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. Uh, I, you know, that's a great question. I mean, Derrick Henry comes back, but then uh, this coming up by week, I've got several wide receivers on by. Uh, we'll see what to do about Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he had been scoring me 16 solid points a week. Um, I don't think he's the problem there in Green Bay, but uh, mm. we'll, we'll see. So I'm, I'm not really sure. Uh, hopefully, um, you know, score 91 points is going to get the job done on a regular basis in this uh, league. So. Lots of 90s in this league this week, though, so I don't think you should feel too, too bad. Yeah. You weren't, I mean, I, I guess... It was a down weekend was. for scoring. It was a so. really, we- yeah, it was a rough weekend for, for fantasy. There's no doubt about it. There's a couple players that shine, but it was rough. And on the pickle Nick side of things, it wasn't much better. I held a lead going into last night's game, and I thought I had a chance because I was up by 17 points, and I just needed a pedestrian performance from X. But in a PPR league, you're not going to get that. And that's what ended up happening. Uh, Eckler led Meaty Clackers to a 107-100 victory over yours truly because he put up 24 points last night. And that was all he needed to go past me. So congratulations to Gerald. Last week's leading scorer, uh, the week before I should say, did not get this the award this week. But he had a good performance because Eckler's 24 and then 23 out of Mark Andrews, 11 out of the Rams defense, and 14 out of Kyler Murray was enough to lead him to a victory. He had some wide receiver difficulties, but not... Not nearly the kind of difficulties I have with my running back situation. With Jonathan Taylor out for the second week in a row and Cam Akers pretty much disappearing from the Rams, my first two draft picks and running backs have not gone well. So I had to go to battle with Kareem Hunt and J.K. Dobbins. Now, Dobbins was coming off a two-touchdown performance. I thought it was going to be okay, but he didn't touch the ball at all. They gave it to Drake all day, and so basically I ended up with two points total out of my running backs this week, which is just not going to get it done. Mm. Even though that... I. Despite that, I had a really good performance and solid the way around. Everybody put up at least double digits for me, and so I ended up with 100 points. But uh, this was one that I, if I had even a pedestrian performance from one of my running backs, I would have been victorious. So congratulations to Gerald improving to 4-2. and two. I fall to 4-2. and two. But, Big J, I'm making moves. The waiver wire is a desert. So I have gone the trade route. Yeah, we and I've got, got a bunch a, of hawks up in here, man. I've got a lot of trades out there in the ether trying to make some improvements to my roster and also help out other people. I don't think I'm fleecing anybody, and we'll see what ends up happening if they get accepted or denied. One was already denied, but i got a couple out there that are still being floated out. So Who would deny you? Those of you that are in the uh, the league, check your inbox <laughs> so that we both... Oh, I, what, you don't want Jeff Wilson Jr.? Can get better. Okay. I do not want Jeff Wilson Jr., no offense to you, Big J. But I was kicking around doing something, and then I'm like, I wonder if people will get upset about it. Like, I was thinking about offering up something for, like, because I think you need quarterback help. And I thought, because I got a backup yeah, that's the Ter- number nine uh, Trevor Lawrence. in the league. And so I'm using him as trade bait. But then I, I looked, and I was like, well, you know, I don't really – I was thinking, like, is there anybody that I could do that he would give up Henry for? And I'm no, like, there's no, no way he's parting no, ways. There is no one right, with, in the league. With the, only, with the only player on your team that I want. And so I decided not to go that route. As far as the – leading scorer of this week that would be congratulations to peacemakers vigilantes dill picking up his second win in the season thanks to a 
123 point performance and a 123-96 victory over Tenacious D. Uh, you can thank Jamar Chase's two touchdowns for that point total. Didn't suck that he got 25 out of New England's running back Stevenson as well to give him the leading score of the week. That means, Dell, congratulations. You've got some delicious port of subs coming your way, courtesy of the Morning After Fantasy Football League sponsor. Uh, enjoy those meals on us. And uh, Tenacious D is continuing to struggle, losing his fourth straight game, Big J. He is 1-5, the worst team in the league currently, and I think he's kind of riding the Tom Brady wagon. Unfortunately, Tom has not had a great season, and that has not helped him. Uh, and he also didn't get a lot of points out of Mike Williams last night. Maybe he could have had a chance, but it just didn't come together, and Garrett Wilson only got him one points in his flex position. Yeah. He didn't have a whole bunch on his bench either, so Jim's got some figuring out to do, much like we all do, to try to see what happens next. The uh, best team in the league continues to be Devontae's new car, J.J. Improves to 6-0, still undefeated this week, uh, and it's because of his quarterback performance. Joe Burrow is great, and then he's got a balanced attack the rest of the way. I mean, listen, his wide receivers are very good, and they didn't even have that great of a game. Uh, he's got Justin Jefferson. He's got CeeDee Lamb. Both of them are fantastic. That helps. Uh, he did have his flex position to get hurt in Randall Cobb, but I think he'll be all right. He did win 111-97 over more wins than Bobby's IQ, who uh, continues to just... Uh, he had a chance last night if Russell Wilson would have put up second-half numbers like he did in the first half, but I think he was held to negative nine passing yards in the second half. That Denver offense is unwatchable. But a good performance out of Michael Pittman last night, or last weekend, that gave him 26 points to be his leading scorer, but Wayne still falls to 1-5 on the season as well. He is having a rough second go of it here in the morning after Fantasy Football League. The Dead Will Tell picks up a 115-90 win over wrong side of Camara. Leading scorer for Jeremy was uh, the uh, Alan Lazard, the wide receiver for the Packers in a balanced attack, and Courtney had some pretty good performances out of Alvin Kamara and Pat Mahomes, but not enough to get her the victory as she couldn't cross that 90-point threshold either. And the Gridiron Warriors in the closest game of the weekend. This one was uh, decided by fractions of points. Gridiron Warriors 106.56 beating Top Gun 106.52 in the uh, the matchup of the weekend, which was a lot of fun to watch to see who would come out on top. Uh, Gridiron Warriors, of course, has Josh Allen, which is always good to have in fantasy these days. And also Ryan Suckup had a good game, and Bryce Hull uh, ran all over the Packers, as every running back who goes up against them does. And so that led him to a nice victory. Uh, and of course, unfortunately, uh, you know, Top Gun Steve had to go to battle with Matt Stafford, who has not been great but still better numbers than uh than uh cooper rush put up so uh, he had to do what he had to do there but it's one of those deals where when you lose by fraction of a point you're second guessing every move that you yeah. make and go if i would have done this then i would have got the victory it's, it's tough especially when you have um nick chubb and, and he gets only eight points that's yeah. not something you expect no that's absolutely true christian mccaffrey a good performance out of him and tyree kill of course has been great but another you know a five point performance out of dk metcalf is also something you don't think is going to happen in a victory for that team. So congratulations to the winners yeah. and sorry to the losers like Big J and myself. Who do you have next week? Uh, let's see. Uh, next week, going up against Top Gun. So uh, I'll see you later. Well, I'm, I'm alongside with you as I will be battling Devontae's new car, the undefeated team in the league. Yeah. So I got a feeling I'm falling to four and three next week as well. We will see what ends up happening. But congratulations again to uh, Vigilante, Peacemakers Vigilantes for the free port of subs coming your way. And you can check out NFL.com if you want to follow along with the morning after Fantasy Football League there. And by the way, props to using your team name to burn your coworkers. <laughs> 
Yes. More wins than Bobby's IQ. Well done. I don't know who Bobby is, but uh, Wayne has one win, and that's not a good thing for Bobby. I'll tell you that. You do know Bobby. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your recap. We will do some bad impressions next on the X-Rocks. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And Bad Impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. More than just Subaru, they're the Idaho Center pre-owned superstore. And uh, we got another pair of tickets here to get you to uh, see Mr. Nick Swartzen. He's going to be at the Rev Center tomorrow, like making people laugh it up. No, no, he's not here till Thursday. Thursday. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm messed up on my days on Thursday. So if you want to go, now would be the time to get on the phone, 208-287-1003. All you have to do is figure out who Big J is trying to be with some bad impressions. He's got three clues, and they all point to somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is, then boom, you're going to go check out uh, Nick Swartzen on uh, Big J's tomorrow, which is Thursday. Are you ready? Yeah. To the phones we go. Hello, the X. Hello. What's up, Brandon man? Here. Uh, you're up first, Brandon. Good luck. Even demons think I'm the Prince of Darkness. Mm. Next one? I might be moving back to England, but I can still do some America charity work. Dang. Next one? Owee, 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 Sharon. (laughs) Ozzy Osbourne? That is correct. Good job, Brandon. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you and make sure you're all set and good to go for Nick Swartzen. And why is Ozzy in the news? Ozzy leaning in on that Prince of Darkness uh, for uh, something really cool, teaming up with Omaze and uh, a, 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 um, a charity called Save the Music Foundation, which has helped over 2,500 schools across the country develop music programs. So uh, they're uh, giving away a custom Dodge Demon Challenger, Nick. And uh, there is a very funny video that Ozzy is a part of to help support this and to promote it uh, in which uh, his pet demon thinks Ozzy is raffling him off and is very upset about it and hurt (laughs) by it. The video is hilarious and uh, the sweepstakes open now through December 23rd. So uh, very cool. If you want to maybe win yourself a Dodge Demon Challenger, not a bad way to get one. Is it uh, expensive to get in on the action? Uh, No. I mean, it's it's Omaze is I, I think it's like you know you you donate whatever you want as much as you want because oh, then you okay. get a certain amount of tickets the more you obviously get the more you have a chance to win etc it's like our inflation retaliation code words yeah but for charity and free morning after with nick free. and big j there's your bad impressions we'll wrap up the show here next on the x rocks <laughs> That is the latest from Slipknot. That is Yen here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And that's going to do it for us. We talked about a lot of things today, including kids getting tattoos, whale junk, and you guys selected a movie on Netflix for Big J to watch and review tomorrow. He will do that. And that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, happy birthday to the muscles from Brussels, Jean-Claude Van Damme, 62 years old. Happy birthday, Jean-Claude. Last Jean-Claude Van Damme movie you watched? Um... Boy, uh, I think it was probably Van John John Claude Van Jan- Dams Van Johnson. It's the what? last thing I watched. The TV show. Oh 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 the oh god the one that was like seven years old. Yeah, I don't it think has, it's seven years old. But well, he popped up in an Expendables movie, didn't he? Yeah, I think that was that was uh, that was before. Was it? Yes, it wasn't that wow. long ago. 
Well, I think it was. I think no. it's longer than you think. No, I but think it's shorter than you uh, think. Well, give me give me an answer. Look I'm up. looking it up right now. And uh, we'll say that you know he certainly was a big part of uh, your childhood in the '90s for sure. And I enjoyed his stuff. But then it's been a while since he's done anything worth talking about, which is unfortunate for him. We also have a chance to give away more Nick Swartzen tickets for tomorrow and a chance for you to have another code word as well. 2016. There you go. So, uh, yeah, six years ago, man. You said seven. <laughs> yeah, but you said four. Well, Expendables so 2 came out in 2012. So. All right. So, uh, but he was in two. He wasn't in three? No. Okay. It was a one, he was a one-off kind of a character? Because he, he was, was the bad, bad guy. guy, right? He was dead? Yes. Okay. Well, everybody has to die. What's the new tagline for The Expendables? They'll die when they're dead? Is that what it is? Yeah. What a treat. Uh, Don't forget more code words coming your way today at 11, 1, 3, and 5. And, of course, your next chance to hear Murder Mystery Clues coming at 1230 and 530 today. So lots of things to pay attention to if you want to win money and trips here on The X as we move forward. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good one. It's The X Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.